Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. To 1900. Just kidding. Housewives <laughs> of true crime. <laughs> Tab is feeling herself because she has the sexy voice. I know. I told my friend I was going to start a 1900 number and she was like, what is that? <laughs> oh, we did a whole, a whole damn um, bonus crime about it. Yeah. yeah. The, the, you know, dial me up hotness. Yeah, I know. 
or oh, I think it wasn't the dial me up. Well, maybe both, but I think it was about the psychic. It was the psychic Leo. network. Yes. Yeah. But I think you have 1-900. I find a way this, to the get sexy the box. sexy stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm mature like that. <laughs> so if you want to hear it, it's on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime or on Apple bonus. So check us out there. That's on Thursdays. And Gretchen just did a really really good crime. Last Thursday, you guys can go listen to it. It's current. It's about Courtney. What's her last name? Courtney. She went as, I didn't mention this, but she went as Courtney Taylor was her Instagram OnlyFans. OnlyFans too. Okay. Yeah. It was the OnlyFans model that killed her boyfriend in Miami, Uh, I think. A Miami high rise. And there's the video footage went viral because it's this beautiful girl in a bikini covered in blood. Yes. And there is more to that story that no one has shared except for Gretchen. So it's a good one if you guys want to check it out. Okay. So this week, Gretchen, we lost the um, cell service. You lost the cell service? I mean, your the voice I mean, and, I lo- <laughs> and your mind. And my mind. <laughs> but it was kind of wacky when... Uh, so you had Wi-Fi calling, right? So I'm in my house, my husband's out of town and my kids are getting picked up by a friend and I leave not knowing that there's no cellular service and all my phone says is SOS. So I'm like, what the hell? Like I wanted to text my friend, like, don't forget my kids. And, um, I couldn't do it. Turn my phone off, turn my phone on. I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. I could see the traffic was bananas because I think nobody knows where the hell they're going if they don't have the maps on their phone, Mm -hmm. you know, unless your car has GPS. So it was, it felt real strange to me, but it Mm -hmm. didn't happen to you. No, it, it, it didn't. You have the Verizon? I feel like that probably was like, so no, I don't have Verizon. I have T-Mobile. Oh, it was Um, AT&T. I feel like that was probably like really satisfying for all those like grandmas that are like, that's why I don't give up my landline that I've been paying for for a decade. (laughs) 100%. I (laughs) was like, I told you, it cannot always work. It's true. And then I thought to myself, I need a damn landline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's up with you? Well, I got an interesting, speaking of cellular services, I got an interesting text message. This week, my my twin girls are getting ready to go into middle school. So I went to the new um, middle school, you know, welcome parents. Mm-hmm. And um, it's great and terrifying to be uh-huh. sending them off. 100%. <laughs> this environment. They have these like welcome ambassador kids. And I'm like, you are very large. And you're going to be at the same school as my child. I know. That's, this is a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After leaving, so I left the kids home with the husband while I was out for this, I received a text message from him. Very graphic text message of a painting of like some, uh, a woman spread eagle giving birth. Oh. Okay. okay. The whole. The whole thing. Okay. And um, he's like, do you. Did you know you gave our daughter a book with these pictures in it? There were multiple pictures. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that was in there. So my daughter is doing Frida Kahlo right now as her um, historical person, (laughs) (laughs) which is awesome. If you guys did not know this about me, I am an art geek. 
I was so annoyed at my daughter's recent conference that her I was talking about this project with her teacher and her teacher's like, I don't really know anything about Frida Kahlo. And I was like, you dumb bitch. Like, everyone should know everything about her. She's yeah, such a badass. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I know we're we're going to emphasize that like she's the first woman to, you know, sell a, a, or first Mexican woman to sell a painting to the Louvre and all that. And she painted really par- pretty parrots and monkeys and flowers. I know they're not going to talk about all the reasons I love her, you know, that she was like openly bisexual. She had all these affairs. She was a communist, you know? <laughs> oh my I mean, God. Looking awesome, right? <laughs> I don't know if communist like, is awesome. I know but... it's not awesome, but it's pretty juicy, right? Because she was, it's like sleeping with communist leaders. And oh my wives, God. You yeah. know, I mean, Frida lived it, okay? She, she, she didn't was... take no shit from Diego. Oh they were back God. and forth. It's so, tum- it's so tumultuous. It's very, very, you know. She juicy. was Latina. Come on. Well, stop it. Okay. So, anywho, I'm just, ex- I'm excited that my daughter is going to be a fan in any capacity, even if we're only going to talk about the pretty pictures. Yes. Okay. So, of course, I have a book, like a coffee table book about her. And so I gave it to her to use as a resource as well. And, and, had those pictures. And I had to have a chat about how subjective art is because they were like, I don't think I like her anymore. That oh, was no. really scary. I was like, you like her still. You like the shit out of her, actually. You're like, actually, she was a badass. To you yeah. when you have a baby. Yes. Yeah. And that, pic- that painting is not, she never gave birth. It's a, a self-portrait of her birth. It's called my birth. Oh, Okay. Um, she was intense. I like she was a little, <laughs> you know, intense, okay. ticky, feisty. So feisty that's, Frida. that's interesting. And we'll see in about, you know, 20 years if your daughter gives birth or she's scared to death and doesn't ever have kids. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's art. I also, I took my kids recently to, I'm trying to make my kids arty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so hard. We took him to the Comic-Con Museum. I thought that would be a good introduction to Oh my to God, my museums. son would love that. It was still pretty boring. It was? I don't think it would be boring for him. He knows all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, But, you know, I mean, you, want, you try so hard. I know. I know. I, yeah. Anyways. Anywho. Okay. Well, do you have a case? Because my voice can't handle one. I do. I do. That's right. You should sing like Smelly Cat on our way, our outro. (laughs) I don't know that. You don't know that from Fred's a Classic Friends episode where Lisa Kudrow has a bad voice and she sings her song Smelly Cat. There actually is a video of Taylor Swift had Lisa Kudrow on stage at one of her concerts. Singing it? Singing Smelly Cat together. I never watched Friends. I know. Let's. I know. know. uh, There are things that you should not admit. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's get to it. As we conclude the episodes airing this month of love, a la February, Mm -hmm. I have another love story for y'all. Tell me. This one is brought to us by listener suggestion, Mary Bodenstead, a Housewives of True Crime member. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Mary, quite contrary. Mary. Mm-hmm. Okay, back in 2000, when you and I were still drinking <laughs> kamikazes, 
And purple hooters. Oh my God. When we could and not have a headache. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and weeding our way through the scene in downtown Ventura, across the country in the windy city, Chicago. Chicago. Dr. Mark Weinberger blew into the arms of a 25-year-old Michelle Kramer. They were both good looking and smart, and it was a whirlwind romance for these two crazy kids. Michelle was a psych major in college, and Mark had attended Penn State and UCLA Medical School to be an ENT. He is smarty pants. I know. ENT, all that mucus, so gross, right? Oh, I know. It's better than proctology, I suppose. I was thinking maybe I need to go see him. Well, you might want to be very careful. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Although you can you can visit him. Okay. In another capacity, but we'll get to that at the end. Sinuses were Mark's passion. So he started a practice in the Mecca of Sinus Issues. Are you familiar? No, but I feel like I should be at Well, this let point. me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's Marysville, issues. Indiana. It is in southern Indiana, and it's home to a boatload of factories and steel plants. And how that translates into the science mecca was the concentration of people whose employment, unfortunately, came with the hazard of inhaling toxicity that largely affected their sinuses. They also had insurance because they're union workers. So that spelled jackpot. Dude, to Dr. See, Mark, even smarter. Like this guy's knows where to like put his practice oh, to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. He became known as the nose guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he had a billboard. Did he have a good nose? Mm, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. But he's not like a plastic surgeon, you know, science. I feel or like sinuses. you should have like, actually... Saying, like, I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to miss say sinuses science and science and like a thousand oh, times. Yeah. Um, I feel like he should have a big nose, maybe. He kind of does. Okay, we'll see. Good. Okay. Big sinuses. So he had a 1-800-SINUSES number. Okay. You could call to reach his sinus <laughs> center, which employed 40 people. I mean, that's legit, yeah. right? Yeah, this was no small potatoes operation. Mark was shuffling people in and out of there, performing an unheard of amount of surgeries, like 15 to 20 a day. A surgeon that busy didn't have time to chat with patients or family, you know, after he's all up in your nose and your business, you know, Mm -hmm. he's just like on to the next. People didn't really like that. But I think back then, Yelp like wasn't a thing. 2000. Yeah, yeah, maybe it started shortly after. Yeah, because he for probably sure. would have got a bad review yeah. for Bedside Manor. For sure it wasn't. 2000, yeah. I, I didn't even start at my internet job until 2003, and that was super early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like now if a doctor pulled that, like, too cool for school shit, it, 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 you know, it, it wouldn't work out. People like Bedside Manor. Yeah, people do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that behavior pretty much reads like how Michelle described him as like charming, but arrogant. You know, Mm. he's good at the consultation and then that's all you get. Right? Yeah. Michelle was young and in love. And so she looked past some of Mark's less than stellar qualities like that. You know, we all do. 
nobody's perfect. And besides, Mark had won her friends and family over. And according to Michelle, that was big because her daddy was like, not real easy to be winning, you know? So Mm -hmm. she took all of it. Well, after Michelle and Mark meeting within a year, they had, of course, a fairy tale wedding in Italy, followed by two more lavish wedding celebrations. And a big life followed their big wedding extravaganza. Private jets, private chefs, yachts, all of it. Okay. Michelle had come from humble beginnings and her new big life felt like a dream. Mark was very busy with work. And so he was gone a lot and they lived a good distance from the clinic. So Michelle wasn't like dropping in to take the hubs to lunch. You know, she only went to the facility twice ever. Mark sort of made up for the long days with trips to what I call Bougieville, right? Michelle wanted more though than to just be at his beck and call on standby, you know, to pack up her Louis Vuittons with bikinis for the next vacay. After they married, she pursued graduate school. Mm-hmm. Go girl. Yeah. More ambitious than me, right? Okay. I would be happy to be on standby to go to Bougieville. I know. Well, <laughs> but you do you. Okay. Well, that didn't fix her feelings some kind of way about how things were going between her and Mark. The honeymoon just did not last too long. Michelle suffered a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. That's a drag. So she's not feeling so hot. And her father passed away shortly after. When that happened, she was disappointed. Mark wasn't very sympathetic. But she thought he's just a typical self-centered guy. You know, she loved him. But after two years of marriage, things between Mark and Michelle kind of grew tense. Michelle figured that one of the reasons was Mark just seemed stressed out all the time. And she knew it was because he was facing some malpractice suits. She didn't know any real details. Mark had, you know, managed to keep the business at distance from her. And he had spun it like all doctors have malpractice suits. I don't know if that's true. I hope not. I think probably in your doctor career, you probably do have some sort of malpractice suit only because people people are, are, yeah, like Sue happy looking to Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So You know, like you pick your nose after surgery and you get an infection, your fault, but you see the doctor, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Also, that's kind of what she thought. She thought that these people were just exploitive and litigious. Mm -hmm. And I can see how Mark was able to spin that to her because in addition to Mark's big, you know, nose guy billboard in town, there was another one that said, if you have had sinus surgery, it might have been unnecessary. Call Larry H. Parker. Just kidding. Larry H. Parker? Really? No, no, just kidding. It wasn't Larry H. Parker. But if you live in Southern California, then everything (laughs) is call Larry H. Parker or Sweet James for all your attorney needs. Um, but it was somebody like that. Okay. That's just the real popular. Was he on know. a billboard too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm sure these guys did not like each other. No, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah. 
So whether the lawsuits were frivolous or not, you know, Michelle can imagine it's stressful. Plus, he owns this massive facility. That's a lot of responsibility. And so that is why Mark has become so testies. Um, I think that's going to be my new phrase. <laughs> it's so it's like, like when you're testy and you're also a dick, you're testies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you just come up with that one? I did. That's I did. Uh-huh. Should we add that uh-huh. to our repertoire? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll paint that on okay. the wall in the podcast yeah. studio. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay. So Mark asked her at one point if she would be willing to move to Europe and live a simpler life. And she mm. said, sure. She was not thinking she's like avoiding some sort of no, she's, uh, arrest. Yeah. yeah. And it's so everything was so over the top that she's like, yeah, sure. And no kids yet. And he's so stressed out and they're still new in their marriage, you know? Yeah. So yeah, no, kids. no kids. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah I would Take love me. to, I'll move to Europe if we'd be less testies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But when that was followed by, would you sever all ties with friends and family? She, of course, said no No. and thought that was strange he would ask, but she didn't think he was saying that, like, seriously. She She just thought he's overwhelmed with stress and, you know, it it wasn't just the malpractice suits, you know, he's just overwhelmed. He's just talking out, you know, his ass. Right. Okay. So the marriage clearly... Not the fairy tale that it started out as. But in Michelle's eyes, it it wasn't over. They just needed to work through it. They planned a vacation on board a yacht to reconnect. And it was dreamy until it was a nightmare. Mark had chartered an 80-foot yacht for them to vacate in the Aegean Sea on the coast of Greece. And with Michelle's 30th birthday looming, Mark had insinuated that she was in store for some surprises on board. Boy, was she ever surprised. She was real surprised when she woke up single because her damn husband was gone. Gone, husband, gone. Okay. Gone, like gone, gone? Gone, gone. Gone. Off the ship. Off the ship. Gone. Gone. She woke up to an empty bed and no Mark on board. And she went to the captain and asked, where did he go? And Mark had gone ashore and the captain knew it, but Mark had given the captain the impression it was to buy a real special gift for Michelle. So when Michelle's asking the captain, where did he go? The captain's like, wink, wink. I don't don't worry about it, honey. Like, I'm sure he'll be back initially. Okay. But after hours, the captain grew worried. Yeah. Mark had like a burner Greek cell phone Mm -hmm. and had given him the number during the trip. So he began calling him when he was not answering after hours and nowhere to be found. And it was now dark. He told Michelle he didn't think Mark was coming back. Dude. Confirming her worst fears. Yeah. He told her he had been trying the phone number and Michelle was like, oh, shit, let me try that phone number. Did she even know about the phone number? She didn't even know. Okay. Which is weird. Yeah, it you is would think You would think no one would know. Well, anyways, she did just that. And he answered. He answered. He answered the phone and said, hello. And uh-huh. when Michelle said, oh my God, Mark, you know, where are you? He just hung up. What a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> so Michelle is reeling and, you know, racing thoughts like, is he actually trying to 
ditch out on me and our life? Or has he been taken for ransom? She was concerned because Mark had a knack for being flashy. So like maybe somebody targeted him. She called everyone and including Mark's office and his office manager said like, you're looking for Mark. Mark just called and simply told us, thanks for taking everything, taking care of everything while I'm gone. She said that he he didn't sound like he was in any distress or anything. So Michelle doesn't know what to make of it. What she does know is that Mark had cleaned out the safe on board the yacht, leaving her with approximately 2,000 euro, which is about $1,500, and her passport. So she had just enough money to get home. And so that's what she did. She flew back to the States. Which might sound like, why wouldn't you stay there and look? But there was this she, big yacht and she was gonna. She was afraid she was going to get arrested for not being able to pay like the docking fees and everything. Yeah. And, and so she's like, by the gotta, way, like, book it. He, she knew something was going you on. You know, when he's cleaning yeah. up the safe. Yeah. Okay. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Hey listeners, I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. Rakuten is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop at for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay Rakuten, a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving, and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Mm. 
Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. So when Michelle arrived home, she did not waste time putting together the pieces of the puzzle. She proved herself to be quite the detective. Well, listen, she's a smarty pants. She went to graduate school. It seems like she kind of was like aloof in the marriage, but... Let me tell you, Disco Biscuit Detective Michelle here. Okay. She started exactly where I would have, the phone bill. Mm -hmm. She found that is always... Yes. Your first step. Where you're calling, right. Yeah. She found that Mark had been making a lot of phone calls to New York City. She called the numbers and found they were diamond dealers. Mark had been stocking up on diamonds, which obviously is an international way to be smuggling money. Also, tracks with Mark is up to shady business. What? You like buy diamonds and then take them over? How do you do 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 that? Yeah, because you can always like get money for diamonds overseas. Okay. So you buy them and then you take them overseas. You get cash. Yeah. You put cash in a bank you just overseas. Pack them like on your body. Yeah. Oh, right. Because they're tiny. Yeah. And they don't set off the metal detector. Right. Wow. Okay. He probably put them up his nose. Made probably. A, a side pocket or something. He probably knew how to I don't do know. That. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of ways to smuggle diamonds. <laughs> like, didn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so she's thinking something is shady. He's in, like, this is not looking like he's been taken for ransom. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle went to Mark's office and the employees filled her in on a couple of fun facts about her husband she was not aware of. Like, there were more than just a few malpractice suits against Mark. The suits were really piling up, like in the hundreds. And they were quite serious. Also, she learned that for a man who was a frequent private jet flyer to the Four Seasons resorts, he seemed to have an affection for all things the opposite of luxury living. He was into roughing it. He had a whole room full of survival gear, like compasses and thermal underwear and stuff that makes salt water consumable and other contraptions like that. But I feel like you could have that like into the world feeling. Yes. And yes. You know, have all Yeah, cuz this kind of describes your husband. Yeah. A little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tab's justifying it right now. I'm like, wait, yeah. we have that too. But, <laughs> yes, but let me tell you the difference between your husband and Mark is that she had never seen this side of him. Sean puts it out there that he is prepared <laughs> yeah. to have but a not cocktail too prepared, at so don't come to my house. At somewhere real nice or you know, the right. end of the world. He's he, he's ready with a generator, okay? They're not losing power. 
just cell phone service mm-hmm. in the Kane household. I know. So that I said to him, I'm like, we need a, a satellite phone. Oh, I'm sure he's like, let's add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're on hold for buying shit because like I have too many Amazon deliveries. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, let's just hope the end of the world doesn't happen before this you week. get your chance. Yeah, right. This week. So she finds this room. I picture a lot of items that look collapse like bowls. My husband's got a bunch of shit like that in our garage, you know, that come in like colors like forest green mm-hmm. and rust. I have you know, those that too. That you buy at REI. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so she's like, hmm, that's interesting. An office employee also mentioned that Mark had purchased some suitcases one week before him and Michelle had left on their trip. And he had one sent to Athens and one sent to Cairns, France. And is this um, just empty suitcases? Well, I don't think they knew what he had packed in them, uh-huh. but they knew he had them sent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I she bet was clothes and in the liners, there were diamonds. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. She wasn't able to pursue anything with the addresses that he had had them sent to. She wasn't able to pursue anything with the addresses that she was able to get from where he had had the suitcases sent, but she was able to pursue was an address of a hotel in Paris that he had written on a piece of paper. Michelle actually went through his shredded documents and taped them together oh to my retrieve God, the address he had written down. That's like um, buying a chandelier and having to put all the crystals together, which F&A. I'm doing right now. It's, yeah. like, it's like so tedious. I'm telling you, she lost her mind, her voice, uh, her service. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh. But that is, at least he like didn't have that shredded company come and pick up all the papers. Dude, I'm telling you, she's like, ambitious. Okay. Gone forever. Right. With that address in hand and her passport, she got on the next flight to Paris and went to the hotel and showed the receptionist his picture, who told her that she had just missed Mark. He had checked out the day before, but she remembered him clearly because he came down to the bar every night for dinner and seemed to be really enjoying himself. With another chick? This is when it like officially sunk in. No, just by himself. But oh. it officially sunk into Michelle that there's no way something happened to him like he was taken. He really dipped out on life. He was, you what know, over asshole. it and out. Yeah. How could he do that to her? Why would he do that? Michelle wanted answers. So she went back to the States and faced her new financial reality was that she didn't have none. I mean, she had no finances and she had to figure out what Wait, the possible... did he possible... clear out their bank account? hmm Dude, yeah. come on. She had to figure out what possible debt... You know, mm-hmm. she didn't know what was going on with the finances, mm-hmm. which I recommend. Know knowing. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, knowing. Okay. So she had to figure out what her new debts were and because she had been in the dark about the bills up to this point... But Michelle had to start keeping her mind on her money and her money on her mind because she realized she was like real fazakt, okay? Also, she sees Mark is still using credit cards. That she's attached to. hmm He was charging up a good old time in the French Riviera. So, Michelle, Did she again, go down there? 
hopped on a plane and tried to follow the money. She's so ambitious. That's amazing. Oh, let me confront him and be like, what is she going to say to him? Tap. No joke. This time she made a pit stop at the sex store to pick up some handcuffs and a wig to disguise herself when she looked for him. God, she sounds like me. Yeah. I know. Her oh, plan was love to that. cuff him and then call the FBI. I would her. cuff him and be like, give me freaking money so I can live, asshole, before anybody comes me, and gets fraudulator you. facing. We're going back to the US of A. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, her mama was in her ear pleading with her. Like, don't do it. I don't, this is this is not a good idea. It's probably right. not a good idea. Somebody like that probably has a gun or some weird I might. Yes, I feel like he's dangerous. I might agree with her. I think at least you need to have a friend with you. At least no solo missions. Like, obviously, you don't know him as well as you thought. And yeah, he might be real dangerous. But her mama's pleas did not stop Michelle. She tromped up and down the French streets with Mark's picture. I would be so bitter. I'd be like, I should be eating and drinking on these damn streets. I know. And she barely has enough money to get over there. Yeah. Going to all the cafes and bars. People had seen him, but she never caught up with him. And eventually, you know, she ran out of money. She had to travel back home where a real shit sandwich was waiting for her. His clinic had managed to still keep running, but because... He had taken out a substantial loan from the bank right before he bounced. And it was a loan that they were, the bank was real nervous about giving him. Mm -hmm. They were keeping lots of tabs on the doctor. And so they couldn't help but notice that he had been siphoning money out of all of his business accounts. The office manager says she watched the money go away day by day. I mean... How infuriating that he didn't just disappear. That's what I would I, I would think you would just go. I, I want it all gone at once. I don't want like day by day. It feels like that is that's not a smart way to do it because you're doesn't, leaving trails. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. By taking the money out daily in different locations, I feel like he was kind of like flaunting. Like he was gonna be off living it up. Well, it sounds to me like he's like his arrogance has maybe gone too far, right? Like, yeah, nobody's going to get me. Yeah, I'm at next. I'm going to tackle the account that pays the electric bill. You people at home are just going to have to deal with it and clean up my messiness. Mm -hmm. You know, which there was a lot of. So I am not exactly sure how this works, but reportedly, okay, the bank showed up at the clinic and said, if Mark doesn't show his face here by... 9 a.m., we are shutting this place down. Okay. I mean, I didn't really know the bank had the power to do that, but they did. And of course, he didn't show his face. So they gave everyone they, the boot and changed the locks. Yeah. That was in the clinic. I think because they own, he must have taken out a big loan where he basically was like, his clinic was the collateral to that loan. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of own the business until you pay that back. Right. So the money for Mark and Michelle's personal accounts was gone too. And there wasn't anything for Michelle to sell because he didn't own anything outright. Everything was leveraged. 
the only way out of debt for Michelle, who was like was drowning in it with bankruptcy. Yeah. She also filed for divorce and was granted one in abstentia from Mark the following year. She had understandably taken a year off of school to deal with the situation. And she says in a Marie Claire article that it really took her that long to realize it was over and he wasn't coming back. Mm -hmm. But after that year, like a real disco biscuit, she picked herself up, dusted herself off and re-enrolled in school and got on with her life. She still spoke publicly about his disappearance when given the opportunity because she wanted him held accountable. The wake of the devastation Mark left behind that his patients faced is unconscionable. So he's giving no surgeries to all these people that don't need no surgeries to make money. Okay, so basically what he did was he would tell people that they had polyps in their sinuses that they did not have. So he could perform unnecessary surgeries. And then after the unnecessary surgery, when they were still experiencing symptoms, because there was something was else it. wrong with them. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a the polyps. Yeah. 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 They, those never went away. He would tell them that they must have fucked up the aftercare he instructed. And that's their problem. Oh, that's funny. Like picking their nose. Yeah. Um, or whatever. Yeah. You, you and your ESPN. Okay. <laughs> so in the case of a woman named Phyllis, who he performed an unnecessary surgery on, her symptoms became unbearably worse because she had stage four throat cancer. Mark, the ENT, never looked in her throat. And it was apparently real obvious. She spent the last months of her life without a voice because when she got to an actual doctor with compassion, he didn't have any other choice but to remove her voice box to save her. Knowing that she would soon leave behind her 16-year-old daughter who had already lost her father, she spent her precious time doing a video deposition in the hopes that her attorney would pursue a malpractice settlement so her daughter could go to college. I cannot imagine having to do that knowing you're videoing all of this ahead of time because you won't live long enough to see the day in court. That's sad. Her voice through the voice box Mm -hmm. and the whole thing. I mean, you know, it's like, it's so heartbreaking. She was a real sweet lady. So Phyllis's suit was filed the week before the yacht trip. And of course there were many more who might not have died, but were left a lot worse for wear because they had visited Mark's clinic. So on top of cutting people open to do God knows what, He was also overbilling insurance companies. And so we know Mark's state of mind was like, I'm going to bounce before I have to face the consequences for my action. So what a testes doctor like Dr. Mark does is go on the run in Europe with a bunch of money. He had fun. He did a whole lot at casinos and, you know, nightlife, you know, but he also did outdoorsy stuff like skiing and hiking. 
He made a life for himself in a little town in the Alps where he found whatever love a narcissist like him is capable of with this woman, Monica, who worked at a small market in town. Monica is trans and obviously, you know, open about that. And when asked how Mark felt about it, she says it it didn't matter to him. So I just found that interesting. I will give you, there's one good thing about you, Mark. You're not transphobic. Mm. Okay. Snaps. Yeah. Okay. Mark confided in Monica that he wanted them to have a future together, but there was something he wanted to do for himself first. He wanted to live on a mountain for a whole year Mm. so he could write a survivalist book about his experience. Monica supported his dream and periodically visited him on top of the mountain and brought him food, which I think is kind of contradictory, right? Like, yeah, no, that's all like, I like, (laughs) I'm a survivor, but I, except for I have like Monica, the DoorDash, right? Yeah, no, no. And Mark, come on. Yeah. You're a phony baloney all the way around. Yeah. Well, back in the States, Michelle was pursuing her now PhD. Okay, mm-hmm. working at a veterans hospital when America's Most Wanted called her up and informed her they were interested in covering Mark's story. Her contacts with the FBI told her, you might as well do it because at this point, it might be the only way to catch him. Mm-hmm. It freaking mm-hmm. worked. It did. One, yes. One of Monica's friends in this little town in the Alps happened to catch the episode and told her your boo is not who you think he is. By the way, Monica thought that Mark was a retired stockbroker. And did he go by Mark or did he go by a different name? He went by Mark. Yeah. But different, different last name. Common in that first name. Yeah. Listen, I'm really liking this Monica. She says she is an honest person and so she did what she had to do. She called the she FBI. Told, she told the police where to find him on the mountain. Oh my God. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Because I feel like love sometimes like takes over that. Clouds that, your brain. Yeah. And not for nothing. I imagine that when you are trans, it's harder to find love. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're like, shit. That must have weighed heavy on her. Yeah. And she's waiting for him and like. They but then you're plan. like, you're an asshole. You're going to do this to me. I mean, you kind of like... It is the right thing to do. She made the right decision. Yes. Okay. Well, so they find him on the mountain. He was extradited to the U.S. where he faced 22 charges of healthcare fraud. It had been almost five years since Mark had disappeared. Phyllis's civil suit was still ongoing and Mark was deposed for it and he just took the fifth. Of course. Very mm-hmm. testes. Yeah. All of the civil suits, um, including Phyllis's, were settled. Phyllis's daughter was awarded $13 million, and there was uh, another $55 million spread amongst the other patient settlements. They all actually got the money because mm-hmm. of Mark's malpractice insurance, insurance was responsible for paying out most yeah. of it. Yeah. But what also I found interesting was that some of the money that was paid out comes from the state's patient compensation fund. 
So Mark owes a big thank you to the taxpayers of Indiana. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that kind of like, I'm happy that states individually have that that to back up. So people that are in this tragic situation, but it is also so fucking irritating that as a uh, fine citizen taxpayer, that part of my money has to go towards something douchebags like Mark do. Yes. And you know, like, I mean, you go to so much schooling, right? For this, like to be a doctor and you go through this whole ethics oh course and all, Why would and you blow it. Yeah. You blow it on that. Like, come on. Right. Well, Mark, of course, had to face criminal charges too. Thankfully. Thankfully. Right. So he took a plea and served only four years in prison. No way. Yeah. Since his release, he has married and has two children in Florida with his latest wife. You are not going to believe what he is up to, though. Now, I think it tracks. Where? Okay, okay, where in Florida? Do you know what city? Oh, I'm going to tell you the name of the city in... A second, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay. He's a yoga guru. Oh, no way. <laughs> Don't come for me, but I'm I'm telling you, I think about 95% of yogas, yogi gurus oh, are fuckers. My God. Narcissist. Testes. It's because you did the Bikram case. Yeah. Was that on Patreon also? No, and that was regular. Re- yeah. And we went to that Bikram place, but all that... the. Like Wild Wild Country, like, you know, which is a documentary on Netflix. Like all, there's a lot of like cults that involve yoga. Yoga. Yeah. So we went to the hot yoga place. Yeah. Bikram. Mm-hmm. And you thought and we, that guy was also. He shamed. shamed. Yeah. I paid for 10 classes. I took two because I went in there hung over and he called me out and embarrassed me. Gretchen does not like to be called out in a, in any kind of exercise class, period. No, I don't. No. I don't. Because I'm real insecure about my body already. Like, you're lucky you got me there. So you better handle me with kid gloves. So I do not like also when they're like, Tabitha, you're doing great. I'm like, I, I, just don't. I'm not just don't talk like, to me. Yeah, just don't. Like, I don't want to hear my name. I don't want other people to hear my name in the class. Like, I just want to be yeah. kind of like invisible. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I also am insecure going to exercise classes for some reason. Like, I get really like um, nervous. Yeah. Because, and especially when I'm first going, you know, I feel like everybody's looking at me, although no one's looking at you. They don't know. Yeah. It's a real love hate thing, right? Because, like, I've been going to the Orange Theory, by the way. I can barely walk. It's awesome. You're doing that. I'm so proud of you. I've only gone to, I mean, I was, I'm not doing it for like a while. And then I, I just went back. I like the Orange Theory gym because I will actually finish an hour workout because I don't, want to be the loser that dips out. Mm-hmm. But I also hate the like anxiety it gives me to be in a class with the people, but the anxiety is what keeps me exercising. Don't they have your you name on saying? the board too? They do. 
And do you give your real name or? Yeah, I give like, I'm not a fucking celebrity. Yeah, I give my real fucking name. No, I'm not saying that because I was in one class where people just had like, you could just say like, my name's Chomp or whatever, you know, like you just put a fake, like a fake name up there. So only, you know, it's you. Oh yeah. And everybody. So sometimes I like that, right. Where everybody just gives like whatever kind of name they want. Um, well, it's, I'll tell you what, it's kind of working for me because the whole orange theory thing, if you don't know, it's like you get these, they call them like splat points for whenever your heart rate is in the orange range. And I mm-hmm. think it's just cause I'm so out of shape, but my heart gets there real quick. <laughs> so I always have like the most points. <laughs> it's so true. You yeah. know, the better shape you're in, the lower your heart rate is at yeah. these like awesome seats. Yesterday I played tennis for the first time, even though I'm sick. Okay. They didn't have enough tennis players on my team. So I was like, okay, let's go. And I sound worse than I feel, honestly. But I wore my heart rate like watch, you know, and dude, my heart rate was so high. Probably because I'm one, not a hundred percent. Um, in the health department, but because I haven't worked out or ran in so long, yeah. I was like going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now so, I'll probably be insecure about getting so many splat points. For, no, I, I just, convinced just, myself that it was, it, I was winning. It's a good thing. I think I'm so proud of you for going to that. I think that's really oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, so I self-sabotaged myself later that afternoon at Knott's. Now he's... Oh. Anywho. Yeah. He's in, um, now he's a yoga guru. Okay. He sells his online yoga classes for $200. A pop? Yeah, it is. You'd let me tell you. I might post the link to his website. It is unbelievably corny. It should be a Saturday Night Live skit. It's called (laughs) Superhero Yoga. Superhero Yoga Moves for Dorks. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you some stuff. I swear to God, this is taken directly off his website. Badass muscle moves to wow gym hotties. You work out for two reasons. Okay. I just decided I'm going to do this in like a infomercial voice. Okay. Okay. You work out for two reasons. One to meet hot chicks. Two to look good naked. Period. Maximum badass with minimal effect. Change right now from bozo to badass nerd to ninja zero to superhero. No juke and under frequently. Okay. I guess that that's it. it. Okay. No joke. Under frequently asked questions. Um, This is my favorite. It says, is my credit card data safe and secure? Absolutely. For shizzle. Oh. I swear to God, it says for shizzle. <laughs> oh my God. All payments encrypted and processed through secure 128 Bizzle encryption technology, which is the most rock solid secure encryption technology that exists. We never see or store your information. This is without exception the safest way to pay online or offline. Okay. I for mean, shizzle. You know, I, I say for yep. shizzle too, but I know, it's funny. I know, but it's just, it's, it's like real. Um, I mean, he don't quit. Okay. Is he yeah. making money off this? Well, I mean, he's very tan and sculpted. So, oh I mean, God. he's not can't working at McDonald's, which I wish he was like doing something. I wish he was doing something laborious, like, 
the people that worked in the factories that he fucked over. Yeah. You know, like, and monotonous. But it doesn't appear that way. Oh, he is such a douche. <sighs> okay. Douche well, canoe. Douche canoe, As right? Okay. Say. As for Michelle, her last words with Mark are still that phone call from Greece where he said hello and hung up. She says that she wasn't sure if she would need closure or not, but she connected with Monica after he was apprehended and they had a few conversations and she felt that she had had enough closure to close the book. Yeah. And she dodged a bullet not having kids with this guy. She, she did. You know, it's like you married some loser. You went through some real hardship, but yeah, you came out the other side without ever having to talk to him again. She had kids with him. She did have a lifetime of having to deal with this guy. Yeah. She is a practicing physician, living her best life in Baltimore, I believe. As for Monica, she said that for a long time, she actually held out hope that after Mark's release from prison, he He would would come come back back to Italy (gasps) and resume their life with each other. She says she felt the person she knew had to have felt bad and changed. No. No, he was he was living no, a fake Mark person. Did not, he did not dial up Monica upon release, well, and sadly her for too. yeah, he was probably mad, right? Sadly mm-hmm. for unknown causes, in May of 2021, Monica passed away. Mm-hmm. As R.I.P. For, Monica, I know. Yeah, another real disco biscuit. As for Phyllis's daughter, Sean. Um, I don't know if I emphasize this enough. Like the throat cancer was so big that they say like any med student, w- w- you could have opened your her mouth and would have said, you have cancer. Ooh. So that is the crux of like how he's Awful responsible he for her yeah. death is that he never even bothered to look or he just didn't, he just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And she could have prolonged her life if she would have been treated properly. properly. Right. Yeah. At the time when she saw it you know, medical help. Okay. So her daughter, Sean, in the years before she collected, you know, the settlement, cause you know, it takes a long time. Yeah. Right. She worked and attended college and barely kept a roof over her head at points, but with an outpouring of love and generosity from her community, she made it through and graduated. Awesome. Good yeah, another real disco biscuit. She had already lost her father. Then she loses her mother, you know, at like 16 and gets her ass. How did college. she lose her father? I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure. Okay, that's but really when sad. I just know that when he, when she was younger. So she's really on her own. Well. So, I mean, clink, clink, girl. Yeah. I am sure Mama Phyllis is so proud of you for your determination. Yeah. As we all are. Wow. Holy moly guacamole. Um, That is crazy case. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm not taking any yoga anytime soon or letting Mark look up my nose ever. Ever, right? Ever. I know. No, I like a lady yoga instructor. But I do. And it probably is my insecurity about exercising. 
exercising, exercising. But I do think that narcissists gravitate towards the um, yoga instructors. I do feel like they're always yeah. looking down on me because I don't downward dog well enough for lunch. <laughs> and, you know, I have a funnel cake. Yeah, that's okay. And don't shit. worry. You can funnel cake it up every once in a while. You guys, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to tell you, my hair looks real good. And my... <laughs> Speaking of be, narcissists. Not to be narcissistic over here. But my, I just went to my hair guy and he was like, your hair girl said to you, and we're in different states. He's like, dude, what are you doing to your hair? He's like, right? you have like so much hair right now. And I was like, dude, it's the five crimes serum, the hair serum. I, I'm telling you, it will make your hair grow. My hairdresser was like, you should keep using it. I'm like, don't worry. I'm not running out. Um, and it's, it hasn't run out. So if you guys want to grab your own, it's at fivecrimes.com, F-I-V-E crimes.com. And the hair serum is awesome. I mean, all of our products are awesome. Um, the tanning drops just got off a of pre-order, so you can get those now. Um, spring break is coming, and you might want to look not so pasty. So grab yourself some tanning drops. Also, just make sure you pour the like drop the tanning drops in your own lotion. My girlfriend did not Moisturizer. do that. Yes, and my girlfriend did not do that. She just thought you just like plop the drops on your face and that will create drops of swatchiness. Yeah, real. I mean, nobody's trying to have that. No, no, you got to put it in your own lotion, moisturizer, and then rub it all over your body. By the way, if you are seeing this on YouTube, you'll also see that I, Tab looks hot and I don't because this is real early in the morning on account of laryngitis bitch over here. We had to wait until she had a voice. I really on Thursday, <laughs> we usually record on Thursdays and I had, I could barely get my voice out like at all. So it's, it's on the mend. This is day three. So hopefully by day five, I'm better. But anyways, um, that's that. If you haven't given us a review, please do. Um, and we're going to start some on Wednesdays on Instagram, um, listener spotlight. Um, so if you would like us to give you a little shout out um, for your business or something fun you do. If you have anything interesting about yourself, please email us at housewivesoftruecrime at gmail.com and put in the, um, in the subject box, listener spotlight, and we would love to spotlight you. And I think that's all for today. Okay. Clink, clink, clink. clink.